I'm feeling that. Hey, so as I was singing the the song, right? Mm-hmm. By the uh by the white artist, I read a tweet where it says, We need to normalize uh black people singing white songs and going viral, like how white people sing black songs and go viral. So okay. That's why I started singing. Hey, I'm about to do that shit tomorrow, bro. I'm about to throw in some Incubus, some 2002 Incubus, nigga. Yeah. And I'm about to rock out in my car and toss that shit on. I better go viral ASAP. Better. Got to, bro. Do a little, you know what I'm saying? little shimmy. That is true. I never really thought about that. All, all white people got to do is know the, the rap lyrics to, to one song that black people enjoy, and they're famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're invited to the cookout. They're all of a sudden these uh, these these mythical clear people. They're no longer even white at this point. Yeah, bro. Hey, I read another tweet. They said something about like, look at why why people don't invite me to their events when I know when I know one of the uh, lyrics of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you say they get invited to the cookout because it's like yeah. Because I I see that shit way too much. There's a dude on TikTok who uh, that's all he does. Like he'll pretend like he's ironing and he's like, "You are invited to the cookout. Give him your finest fried chicken." Like we talking like that and shit, right? And I'm like, bro, this motherfucker ain't do nothing but have a backwards hat on. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Man, we be lowering our standards for inviting motherfucker white folks to the we we need to hire just and inviting people. That's it. I mean, black people in general are open, you know, open arms to to anybody and everybody, right? This is a generalized statement. Yeah. So, but white people don't, and you see that. Man, they be gatekeeping. You you try to do do some shit like that, they're like, "Oh, bro, you're a poser, bro." Yeah, you're a poser, (laughs) dude. Dude. Well, you know what? Call me poser man because I'm about to start saying it's been a while. Give me the beat, Frank. And it's been a while since I had my thing. It's been a while since I felt that good show. And I'm talking about some one thing. Oh yeah, go. Oh, that's <laughs> so damn good, Shay. Is that the slap of the week? <laughs> slap, of the, slap of the week actually came. It came from the inspiration of I seen this documentary. And okay. I saw the documentary on Showtime, the Cypress Hill documentary, man. And uh, mm-hmm. I oh, I didn't even know they had a documentary. Yeah, on Showtime, man. Shit's really good, bro. And I'm like I was like, damn, I used to listen to Cypress Hill, bro. You they're know, from Oakland, right? Uh, no, they're from L.A. Long Beach. Oh, okay. You feel me? And uh, yeah. I know you remember this shit, bro. Oh shit! Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. If y'all don't know, this Cypress Hill off they self-titled motherfucking album, Cypress Hill. How I could just kill a man? Oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> uh. Here is something you can't understand. Yeah. Y'all know how we do it out there? Y'all get your motherfucking snacks, y'all drinks, 
y'all smokes whatever it is to get y'all to the show <laughs> this reminds me of the box man yeah me and juice we were juice to carry out the thing thing the clack 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 that was my shit right there too yeah juice is a black classic yeah it really is man it really is uh-huh you got the juice now <laughs> you got the juice now yeah that was really the wackest way to end the movie but it's still a classic <laughs> Raheem. You know what? I am fucking crazy. Uh. Hey, Tupac did his shit right there, though. Yeah, man. Uh. Remix, you're something you just can't understand. How I could kill a pod. You're something you just can't understand. How we get kill a pod. Yeah, we out here. Is this what y'all want? Y'all want controversy? Y'all want us hating on other pods? Well, here we go, goddammit. We giving you what y'all want. Entertainment, bitches. Goddamn. Shit. Entertainment for your ears, bitches. Yeah. You feel me? We collab with the best and we say fuck the rest. Ain't that right, Frank? Fuck the rest. You are exactly right, my friend. Uh, hey, this is what they be wanting, Frank. They want us to be controversial. Well, you got it, buddy. Shit. You got it, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Why some motherfuckers gonna start appropriating the Spanish shit? Watch. They gonna be a white nigga model. Ain't it? Like this motherfucker got a million views. <laughs> uh. Hey. You fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking child, you breast milk mouth smelling motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you know we on the night, baby. This got to be that type of pot. Elon Musk, Brian Twitter, talking about free speech. I already see this spicy nigga. He's talking hella spicy. Talking about he's trying to buy Coca-Cola and put cocaine back in the yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Wildin' boy. <laughs> He might be serious though, but he this is also it. the same man that said if the if NATO put together a plan um, to feed the homeless that he would donate the six billion dollars uh, to to end world hunger, and they put that shit together and gave it to him, and my man never responded. <laughs> Son of a bitch! But he bought Twitter for a fucking forty billion dollars. Forty four billion dollars. Congratulations. Four billion, man. We gonna get into that, you know what I mean? But hey, man, that was Cypress Hill off they self title album. Cypress Hill, how I could just kill a man. Look at man, they documentary on Showtime is motherfucking fire. You feel me? Y'all go check that shit out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dig that because I, I didn't even know that shit was out. Like I feel like these companies don't do a good enough job these days 
at like promoting shows and shit like that. Like I, it's a bunch of shit that comes out. I have no idea that it came out. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, you knew when something was coming out. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like now they just like, well, we just gonna drop this shit. Fuck it. They, like, you know what I'm saying? Watch it, whatever. They yeah. don't see it when they see it. <laughs> it's like I until you told me this, I'd never heard of this shit in my life. What about the documentary? Yeah, I never heard about it. Nobody's ever mentioned this to me. Okay, so I'm about to fuck with it. Yeah, man, we go get the, the hold on, let me get the name for the people so we could have people out there know what it is. Damn. Oh, okay. Um, it's called Insane in the Brain. Insane in the brain. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, drop that, drop that motherfucking beat, bro. Drop that beat. Drop, yeah, that John Blaze shit. You know what I'm talking about. Take the beat. Yeah. Uh tell your mama her feet stink. Tell your mama her feet stink. Uh-huh. Your mama. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is that time of the weekend. Yes, it is Thursday. It is 9.15 p.m. And this is another fucking classic episode of your favorite podcast. His favorite podcast, Magic Tank. Now, I am Frank, also known as Tank. I'm Kamal, also known as Magic. And this is episode number fucking 50. 50! 50 piece McNugget on your motherfucking head. Yes, we made it to episode hey, five hey, zero. Hey, Frank. Frank. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. mainly doing the 50 cent, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> 50 episodes, baby. You know what I mean? Stars getting on my nerves. You hear about Benzino and the trans EDB, the trans thing <laughs> he's doing. Transcending with the other, the other, the trans, trans thing. I mean, you know how I talk about that, baby. Shout out to 50 for that, bro. Shout out to him, man. He's a, he's a black icon, even though he's an asshole, he's a black icon. <laughs> But hey, this is episode number 50, man. We fucking made it to 5-0. I remember this was nothing but a fucking conversation in, in a dream. And now we 50 episodes in, a year yep. motherfucking later, baby. And we are still here putting out high-quality content. Right. Now, let's talk about our benefactors. Yes, sir. We have Comfort City Mechanical Inc. as our first sponsors. Your HVAC and heating and air specialist of San Diego, California. <laughs> Also brought to you by Triple Seven Clothing on Amazon.com. <laughs> and last but not least, first place loser clothing. Get your high quality, high fashion garments right fucking now, today, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, young magic. How what do you I feel think? about the number 50, baby? How you feel about that? I feel extravagant. It feels wonderful. Yes, sir. Big five oh man. Let me, let me Big five oh. Cheers to y'all, man, for, Cheers, for the man. support, man. We appreciate y'all. We thank y'all. Um, but we moving into another stratosphere from here. All right. Yeah, man. You so, see how we so when you it, see bro. us on the street, when we're walking down the street, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? Please don't talk to us. We're better than you at this point. All right. Yeah. Way man. better than you. We're too good to have a conversation with you at this we point. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> read, read my man's shirt. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? Yeah. <laughs> nah, bro. Hey, we appreciate y'all, though. Hey, no, we coming up to me, bro, talking to me like, yeah, man, liking the show. You know what I tell them? I tell them motherfuckers to comment, goddammit. Make your voice be known. Yes, I'm sir. Now, no magic. You know what I mean? Where can these motherfuckers find us real quick? All right, man, for my tubers, bro. YouTube been around since 2005, February 14th. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming, but I do need to tell y'all to sub and share. <laughs> sub and share for your boys. You know why? Because it helps out the channel tremendously. For my potters out there, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on SoundCloud, and we're on Apple Podcasts. Across all the platforms, all you got to do is type in either the Magic Think Tank or Kamal Johnson ENT, bam, and we pop right up. You feel me? Yes, sir. sir. Do your motherfucking Googles. If you can't do nothing else, just do your Googles. We pop up. Hit Yo. Google, Magic Think Tank. It will take you right to us, right to our fucking front door. All right? You feel me? Woo. All right. So let's get into this, young man. How you doing today, baby? Man, I'm doing good, man. You feel me, though? Stomach a little bubbling, bro. You feel me? I, hey, man, Vladimir Putin over here right now, bro. <laughs> this nigga terrorizing the world. Vladimir, right? he, yeah. he is not only terrorizing Ukraine, he is terrorizing Kamal's intestines at this this very moment. You know what I mean? Kamal's that, though. <laughs> God damn. He is all in every crevice and crack and cavity of this man's intestine, small and large. You oh, know what I mean? God. Oh, pause. <laughs> Maximum pause. Yeah, man. You know, like when you when you fart and it stinks so bad, you be like, "God damn!" Yeah, did, I, did that just come out my ass? Yeah, you got to blame it on a whole other nigga. You the only one in the room. I'm blaming on on you, Frank. That's why. And that's why I be telling my wife, I'm like, bro, I, 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 I tell my daughter that sometimes. I'm like, yo, somebody farted in there, man. I can't go back in there. <laughs> it smells too bad. <laughs> she be like, you're the only one in there. Like, look, bro. Yeah. Look, all right. We're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Look, Sarah's giving you some some great information right now. So she says baking soda helps with an upset stomach, my friend. So you might. Want to drink- you know what else helps with baking soda? Crack. <laughs> I ain't dealing with it. No thanks. <laughs> that's only if your shit stepped on. You know what I mean? Oh, some that's shit right. stepped on, though, baby. You know what I mean? Some shit is some shit is just it's that pier, like what Elon Musk trying straight. to do with. Yeah, Coca-Cola. that's what he's trying to do with Coca Cola, <laughs> bro. Imagine, bro. Bring it back. <laughs> Imagine, like, I don't even think it would be that much different because so many people are currently doing coke that <laughs> it would just be like exactly the same as it is right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, allegedly they doing coke. We yeah, there's no, there's no allegations, nigga. I can see them. <laughs> I see. I've seen them. I've seen. I've, it's like, what the fuck? I can see you right here, bro. You right like, like, like they like. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Nobody saw that. You saw it all, bro. Wipe your nostrils. Oh my god, bro. But apparently it's like as common as weed now, right? Like I I, I seen them I, I don't know, one in the socials when they were talking about it. They're just like, yeah, everybody does. Everywhere you go. And I'm like, what? Like everybody? For real? But I guess that's the thing, man. You know, so it was on the internet, it has to be true, right? I mean, yeah, nowadays, if it's on the <laughs> internet and there's a headline, it's true. 100% fucking factual at this point, my friend. All, All right. Facts. Just because some random person I've never met in my entire life don't know his qualifications, he said so. 
Mm-hmm. All right. But he happened to be a white man. So he probably, you know, I think it's more prevalent amongst that community. What was it's his background like, like, though? Was it, it had to be TikTok. That's the only time I, I see these type of combos. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't remember if it was Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, or whatever. I, I, don't, I, I don't remember. But I believed him. He had, a, he had a look like every person around him was really doing it. And he was very perplexed by it. <clears throat> yeah. Because he was like, damn, I'm the outlier here. Yeah, we're not doing it, and they be they be acting like you strange. What you don't do it? What the yeah. hell wrong with you? you? You know the health benefits of this? It give you energy, and increase your heart rate. You'd be like, uh, nigga, no, nigga, it ain't exercise, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, I don't, I don't hold it against you folks that choose to do uh the cocaine all right but i'm going to tell you right now if you offer it to me i'm going to tell you no thank you 100 of the time because i have the best health my health is just extravagant and i don't need to be any healthier than i am right now so okay black trump all right <laughs> we got blump in the building <laughs> he's been a great host of this show <laughs> <laughs> that's just one of the characters look it you blump and i bank you know why sometimes i talk like hank hill and i'll be talking about propane you know what blump how you feel about the propane and the propane accessories is going on in the increasing prices if you was the president would this be happening absolutely not this would absolutely not. You know, I had a conversation the other day with my uh, my good friend. I'm not going to say his name, but he owns a company that rhymes with Mexon. Okay. I had a great conversation with him and it was a perfect conversation. The most perfect conversation you can actually ever have. And I can tell you, if you bake a cherry pie and you put it under 300 degrees of heat, then it will be the most delicious pie you've ever had in your entire life. I promise you that. Mm. Have you ever had a propane and propane S3 <laughs> pot? I have I have not have a propane, but let me tell you one thing I have had. I have have had the gout. You know how I got rid of it? How'd you get rid of the gout? I got rid of the gout by telling it to go away because my words are just that powerful. I'm that powerful of a man, okay? I'm there, I just tell my body what to do and it just does it. So I said go away, gout. And the guy went gout went away. It was the best gout ever, I tell you. Matter of fact, I think it's the same gout that George Washington had. I think it came to me as well. But, you know, we're not going to get into that. Bobby, you hear Blunt? That's how you get rid of the gout, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. I said, says, I dated a dealer, and he said, people you think who don't do it are doing it. See, I don't think anybody don't do anything. I, I've been around long enough that it, it would literally not surprise me if anybody was doing anything. like. Nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah, right? as you'll see with some of the news stories that we have going on later, you just you you, you, you just never know. You never know what the hell you're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Hey man. Oh my god, bro. Hey, what's up, man? What's good with you, bro? You got you got a story time for us, or what's up, man? No, I really. Uh, shit. Uh, all right. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, all right. This 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 is what we'll get to. Okay. All right. So in the hood, just in case y'all don't know, right? Yeah. In the hood, 
everybody has like the OG. Mm-hmm. And the OG, you know, as a kid will give you a fucking nickname. And this is something you don't even know about me, right? Mm-hmm. So my nickname as a kid in the neighborhood was microwave. What? Microwave? He said my hair was shaped like a fucking microwave. So, <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? So that's just what he called me. My, my best friend. All right. His name was was Kenneth Baylor, but they called him Butchie. Butchie, okay. Um, and they called him Pork Chop, which <laughs> I don't fucking know why they call him Pork Chop. It was never revealed to me. That's just what they call it. So microwave or Pork Chop. We was always together. We hanging out. Hey. Nicknames right. are fucking funny, bro. Pork chop, really? Yeah, yeah. that's the dog's name from Doug, right? Yeah, <laughs> but okay. I think this was pre-Doug. I think this was pre. This was dated pre-Doug. This was before okay. um, Nickelodeon was like a thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm aging myself now, right? But any at any rate, um, you know, one day we was in the hood, we was chilling, and we did what any hood kids do. Yes, Dukes. Butchie with the melted shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, I'll get away. So that, so so my mom, my mom was talking about that. So they came over our house that you know him and his brother. So me and my my older brother Charles, yeah, uh, were best friends with Butchie, which was my homeboy, and his brother Mike, and they were the exact same age. And we met them through a fight. Like when we met them, mm-hmm. we fought them, and that's how we became friends. Jesus Christ, we got in a fight with them, and it was just walking down the street. Look at each other. What the fuck you looking at? What the fuck you looking at? My brother starts fighting him. He got a little brother. Fuck it. I'm gonna steal on him too. You know what I mean? That's just all right. Let me let me be the uh the the black translator for our white fan listeners out there. Okay. If we have right. any. So OG means original gangster. Mm-hmm. Another thing, how most black men become friends is actually through combat. Yeah, through it's combat. Either combat of each other or of other people. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for being my hood elucidator. Yeah. All right. And then so, I like, hey, you fought your, your friend. Y'all became friends. Y'all yeah. actually and became hey, friends afterwards. Because he, he knew. You know what I'm saying? It, you, yeah, that's the, the respect shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Because it was one of being like a draw. You know, like we both give and take, you know, a few, few punches in. It's like, all right. Next time they're like, what up? All right. I see you. And we yeah. became cool. We became, but like I said, we were best friends with them. So as Dukes was alluding to, uh, they we spent up spent a night over our house. Sometimes they came over. Fourth um, of July happened, right? And you were, you know the little snakes before, like you light them and all the, like the snake comes out or whatever, and it just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. So Butchie tried to stop one out, and his shoe caught on fire, right? So then he put it in water. There was like. There was there we were in a parking lot that had a bunch of potholes in it. So he put his foot in the water. The water <laughs> put his the, the water put his shoe out. But they were spending the night over our house that day. So in DC and in a lot of different places, like if you go to like other countries, you'll see like the, they have radiators mm-hmm. um, that sit on the that, that are built in, plumbed in, propane, like radiators, right? Not natural gas radiators. You got me stuck on propane right now. Natural gas radiators that'll pump heat in the wintertime. Okay. So, um, we turned it, you know, the propane, I mean, the propane, the, uh, <laughs> the, the radiator <laughs> came on and, uh, he put his shoes on it to dry his shoes out. Well, we woke up in the morning 
and his fucking shoes were completely melted because the guy they, they were cheap ass payless shoes, and the radiator gets hot as fuck. It's it's just it's a metal coil basically that's there to radiate heat. And he had the bright idea to put his shoes on top of something that gets well over a hundred degrees, um, and his shoes melted because of it. And he got ass whooping when he got home for that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so that was that story. At any rate, how <laughs> I, I wouldn't just how how I was starting the story out is so one day, you know, we out, and you know. He started popping his shit. You know what I mean? We got a, like a nice little group of people. Yeah. And he just wanted to pop some shit to me. But it's like, all right, bro. Like, you already know. Like, I mixed your ass up. Like, you know what I mean? Once, like, I, I mixed your ass again. So yeah. I'm like, bro, you say something else. Like, I'm going I'm to cook your shit, basically, right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up. And, uh, he was like, man, fuck. And before he can get out of the house, boop, boop, right? Before he get out of his mouth, he hit him with the two-piece. Stumbled back. He was like against the fence. Stumbled back, <laughs> ran home. Ran home crying. Ran home, ran home, ran home crying. Right? So the dude that gave the nickname was right there. Yeah. He just started busting out laughing. Right? And I'm like, what the fuck is so funny? So he goes back in. And for the next, like, fucking three months, Every time he's like, "Oh, microwave cooked pork chop, microwave cooked pork chop." Every time he see, every time he see us in the hood, microwave cooked pork chop, and that's just like one of the one of the everyday hood stories, you know, growing up in the hood in DC, one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in Southeast DC during the crack epidemic. You know what I mean? Stories, bro. Oh my god! I had nothing there, by the way. This is. I said I had nothing there. I wasn't expecting to come with the story, but I'm glad these things came the way they came, came together. Right. So you could you could learn a little bit more about how I how I'm built and what I came from. You know what I mean? Like but, but, but boxing a homie was like just a thing you did. You know what I mean? Every now and then somebody got out of line, and it's like, all right, bro, we got to tussle at this point. Like we we got to get it in because they forget the last time you bit me. You know what I mean? The last last yeah. time you hit it with the left, right? They, they forgot. Yeah, they forgot about how them hands. And the thing is, we had karate class together. We were in karate together, and I and he was a higher belt than me. But I used to whoop his ass in karate too. Oh so he knew. <laughs> hey, he was like he was like a brown belt. He was about to be a black belt. I was a yellow belt, like the second belt you get. And I used to whoop <laughs> his ass in karate class. So not only I whooped his ass the first time we met, I you know I whooped his ass in karate class. I used to whoop his ass probably once a year while we were best friends as kids. Because Jesus every Christ. now and then he's just like, you know what, this is my chance. Hey, and Frank, every time bro, you don't crush a lot of a lot of niggas' dreams, bro. A lot of Mister Miyagi's and Daniel Sun ass dreams. Because that bell shit don't mean nothing, bro. You want. You want the higher belts as he probably was like, yeah, nigga, I'm about to be black belt doing this shit. <laughs> you know, bro, it's always a nigga in the hood that knew hella karate. He always get his ass whooped. You be like, why is he doing all this goddamn breakdancing shit? Then nigga just, boom! He, oh my God, you weren't supposed to do that. Oh, <laughs> oh bruh. But those was fun time, man. I mean, that that was the that was the projects in DC, basically, where I where I grew up in our our apartment complexes, and it was just like every day. It was always drama going on. You know what I mean? It was like that was just yeah. part of everyday life. That's not now. I'm older. It's like 
I don't want any parts of drama. Like I had drama my entire life, fam. You know what I mean? I don't want no part of that. You got it, dog. If you want to be tough, you can be tough. Go ahead, man. You you can be a tough guy. Just know you can't whoop my ass, but I'm gonna let you slide today. You yeah. know what I mean? Because the dad and me at this point won't allow me to, to to reach for what I would previously what what my homies know that I could do with these hands. Yeah. It it, it won't it won't let it won't let it happen to you. You know what I mean? Not yeah, to say yeah. that these are completely retired. I might have to come back like Jordan wearing the four five. It ain't the first game with you. Man. You know what I'm saying? I might have to, but I won't do it because I pride my freedom. I pride my fatherhoodness mm-hmm. in my family more than I do the occasional fisticuffs. You know? Yeah, man. We don't want we don't want microwave <laughs> to be cooking you pork chop ass niggas anymore, bro. <laughs> Melting that nigga. You melted that nigga with that two piece. Uh, I really he did, though. He wanted to melted face. He wanted no problems, bro. He wanted <laughs> no problems after that, bro. Shout right. out to Richie, man. Listen, <sighs> it was—it's just one of the everyday stories, like I said, of growing up in in the hood in DC, man. Rough oh place to God, be, man. Dude. Rough place to be. Hood stories, gotta love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That was fucking awesome, bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Oh man. All right, man. We gotta get into these articles, bro. Oh, we gotta get into some some article <laughs> shit. Yeah. Articles. <laughs> Article, bro. Yeah. In the article, bro. Which, before we get in the article, I've been noticing some things. Okay, what you what 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 have you been? Because I've noticed some astuteness in you lately, right? Like you've been you you've been paying more attention to the details lately. Yes. So I want to notice what you're noticing while you're noticing it. All right. (laughs) What you got for me? These niggas out here, right? One, and this is why it's, okay, y'all can keep doing this because this gives us something, but a lot of you niggas only read headlines out there. Mm -hmm. It didn't create a whole scenario out of a fucking headline. Yeah. Reading substance, I mean, they fall for the the bait of the headline, right? The the, the headline is just... Is, is the bait to get you to bite the hook. And people don't understand. Like, you actually have to do some physical reading. And I know a lot of you guys, you know, don't like to waste the time you're doing it or cannot read or whatever. But there are so many apps nowadays where it'll just read it for you, bro. Like, you don't even have to, you don't even have to read it anymore, man. Yeah, bro. Like, if you don't know how to read, it's all good, bro. There's apps out there for you that will read it. Yeah, you, like, like Frank said. I've I just been noticing that, and I'm like, man, this is where we come in, bro. But some of you niggas, this is what the problem is. Stop making up the whole story or whatever the fuck your, your argument is or whatever off just the headline. Mm-hmm. You sound fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. But that's most people now. They get on the internet, and they just start ranting on. It's like, bro, what the fuck are you even talking about? Like, did, did you even understand what you read? So not only did it does it come from people not actually reading an article, but it's come from people not being able to grasp what they read. That's yeah. a big deal too, right? Because you can read the words and have no understanding of what the words mean. True. And not be able to think critically, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kiwi. This never gets old. It's in an article, bro. Hey, it don't get Hell old yeah. to me. 
nigga, we fifty episodes in, and I still <laughs> like I can I cannot hear Reading Rainbow without hearing article, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, you know what's gonna happen, bro? Some other that? motherfucker gonna clip our shit up and use it on their thing and shit. I'm already knowing, bro. Yeah, probably. I'm already knowing. Probably. You know. You know. But that's the best form of flattery. You know what I mean? Imitation yeah. is the best form of flattery. So thank you yeah. to the man that is going to do this eventually. Yeah, and be ready for that season desist, motherfucker, because you ain't gonna. <laughs> I'm about to season desist, nigga. I'm gonna be that type of content creator. Fuck y'all. Hey, season that's the way you gotta go these days, bro. You know what I'm saying? We might have to make our listeners start signing NDAs before they come in this motherfucker, just so they don't go around discussing a bunch of shit that we hold, you know, in protection. You know. You right. right. <laughs> Speaking of NDAs, bruh, I think this motherfucker right here wanted to sign one. This your article, bruh. And yes, I, man. He, he would love an NDA right here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let's get into this. Another article for my favorite motherfucking paper in the whole planet. Yep. The Daily Mail, right? And it just uh-huh. comes to me. Like, I was not even looking for this. Twitter just <laughs> bought it to me. Twitter just dropped it off of my front door. And I'm like, yeah, get pasta. So yeah. exclusive. I would like to see a naked body beneath my hands. Mm. GOP representative Madison Cawthorn is caught on video with male scheduler's hand on his crotch. As new ethics complaint claims the congressman gave him thousands of dollars in loans and gifts. Now, this is the same Madison Carthorne who was complaining a couple weeks ago and was in the news a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. um, for saying that there was a lot of orgies happening within Washington, D.C. and a lot of perversions happening in D.C. that he was wanted no parts of. In a right. political community. Mm-hmm. He spilled the beans and told us everything that we already knew in which all these conservative pundits mm-hmm. are secretly man-gazers. Right? <laughs> so they are secretly dipsy-doozlers. Right? They are secretly gay-gazers. They are secretly homosexual homo-erectus. Right? Okay. So... Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But is this something that we did not know? We, we already knew. Anybody who wants to make laws to out, get, out, out fucking law being gay, you know they're going to be gay. Yeah. Because they want to hold it for themselves, as I always say. They want all the men's for them's. So would you be would it be safe to say that they're whoring the gayness? Yeah, they're, they're gay hoarders, yeah. <laughs> Homosexual hoarders is what they are. Okay? And I've had absolutely enough of it. If you're gonna be gay, just be, just go ahead and let it out. All right. If you got gay in your heart, just let it out. Just let it out. It doesn't mean something wrong with you, it means something's wrong with Will. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's a whole skit on Dave Chappelle show about Will and Grace. At any, at any rate, all right, this is not something that we are just being privy to. We knew these types of things were happening. We knew when you get a bunch of people with money together in high places and they have their highfalutin parties that they're going to be engaging in the old Roman style activities. Again, every building in Washington, D.C. is a pillar to Rome. 
Yeah. All those buildings that they built look like Roman Colosseum style uh, It's Roman art. All right. And what was big in Rome was homosexuality. Yeah, All they right? most definitely was uh playing sword fights and they yeah. didn't talk about it, the metal ones. It is what <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a taboo thing, you know. Even nah. Maximus was swacking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Maximus, after you know, he hang his sword up and then grab one of them gladiators and wax that ass. Why? Yeah. Like that was just <laughs> happening across Rome, right? So hey. we have monuments and statues dedicated to these people. Yeah, hey, them niggas was probably like they're writing law. They'd be like, um, today we chop off the hands of thieves. You know, one of people. I'm about to smack that ass later, Ben. <laughs> Are you down for that? Nine o'clock sharp. Okay. Yeah. I'm going uh, to pull your sheet to the side. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't in a wall to chop off a nigga hand that's poor that's stealing some bread, but you you in here swacking man butt, and then you fucking <laughs> down. You looking at other people that's doing it like, that is against God's law. Look. It, it, it's not against any law. All, all that shit is made up, all right? There, there's nothing in the Bible that says it's, it's bad to be gay. There's nothing. The only portion of the Bible that they get from that is they're talking about pedophiles. That's what they're talking about in that portion. But yeah. man to man actor there's nothing against that. And I don't understand why they keep pushing that agenda. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Look, if you want to have sex with a man, just have sex with a man. It has nothing to do with me. I don't give a fuck. Hey, do what you got to do. You just gave me an idea. That that man on man action sound like a like a movie that Steven Seagal and Chuck Norris would be in. <laughs> man on man, you've had one man doing karate. <laughs> Have you ever seen two men doing karate? This is man on man. <laughs> All right, man. Let's, let's get let's back to the actual article, article yeah. itself, right? Okay. So, 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 scroll down a little bit. It, it, we'll, we'll, we'll just take a gander through what this says. So, um, footage obtained. We're we're we're, we're gonna read the uh, bullet the, the, the bullet points. And okay. can you scroll up a little bit? Let's see, let's see, can you can you make out the pictures above above? Keep going up. We'll let you go up anymore. No, All right, no, no see, th those didn't show up on that. Okay, so. Footage attained exclusively by DailyMail.com shows Representative Madison Cawthorn, 26, in a car with his close aide and staffer, Stephen Smith, who's 23. So Cawthorn sits in the driver's seat. Technical fucking Technical difficulties. It's okay. We have it every week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your patience. Now we'll get back into the fuckery in which was the Madison Cawthorn scandal. Yeah. Oh. Now, so footage obtained exclusively by DailyMail.com shows Representative Madison Carthorne, 26, in a car with a close aide and staffer, Stephen Smith, 23. Mm -hmm. Carthorne sits in the driver's seat and says, I feel the passion and desire and the right to see a naked body beneath my hands. Hello. The camera then pans back to Smith, who says, me too, and then films himself reaching his hand over into Carthorne's crotch. Now, wow. for those of you guys who don't know, Madison Carthorne is in a wheelchair and is paralyzed from the waist down. So I don't understand how exactly this works, but it's working for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, the has got us, bro. Damn. Hey, 
So, uh, the video is one of uh, uh, let's, let's scroll up, scroll up. The really the video is one of. There we, go. there we go. The video is one of several exhibits filed in support of the ethics complaint drafted by political groups Fire Madison Carthor. That's a great name for a political group. I support that 100%. He might be the only person that is equilateral to yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green or whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. Um, but face bandit. Yeah, yeah, another one of those. You know what we mean by those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at any rate, the complaint calls for an investigation into a slew of behavior that the group alleges has put Carthorne firmly on the wrong side of a host of house rules. Among the many allegations is the claim that Carthorne provided thousands of dollars in loans and gifts to Smith. Now, everybody knows when you have a little side piece, mm -hmm. you make sure that they're compensated some sort of way so that they keep their mouth quiet. Yeah. All right. Now, I don't know how the Daily Mail managed to obtain this bit of evidence. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Alan, and I'm sorry, Sarah, Sarah says bots got us both. Yeah, that maybe it, it was. It was probably Madison Carthorne. I, that's why that nigga. He knew we were talking about him. He sent the Russian bots after us. Now, yeah. but we are fucking back here to give you this tea. We're gonna spill it. We're gonna give fill your cup up with the tea of Madison Carthorne. Which let's show this picture though. This is more. Yeah. This give you a better understanding of what's going on. Yeah. So yeah. So. So yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a lot of uh, you know, man on man action like we talked about. Let's go there. Let's see what, what what that next picture is. Whoa! No, let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Now, I don't know how far that hand went. I don't know if that hand actually touched the penile region. I don't know if the the you know the finger went into the urethra or not. But what I'm saying is. The evidence is not on Madison's side. Nope. Look at it. <laughs> wow. And then look at the look. Oh, my God. <laughs> look at him. He's happy as hell. In Darcy, feel the passion. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I have nothing against. I am all in support of anybody in what they want to do personally with their life in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. However, when it comes to people trying to, you know, make laws to disenfranchise people while at the same time engaging in those same types of activities. Yeah. Then I have a little bit of a problem with that, you know, a little bit of a kerfuffle, if you will. Right. There's a, there's a little bit of, of distance they're trying to 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 outwardly say, "Hey, you know, this is a, a a very bad thing, right?" But they're living in the sin of what they well, what they call a sin, right? Mm -hmm. The sex capades of two men in the Republican Party should not be something that they have to hide, right? Yeah, they should be proud of the man on man penetration. Right? Yeah. It is something if if the love is true, 
And love is blind, right? We all know that. We've heard that phrase. Love is blind. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't see color, gender, or anything else. Mm-hmm. It is blind. If you are in love with that man, just let us know. Yeah, bro. All right? It is okay to be in love with your homeboy. <laughs> Marry the homies. 2022. Ah, come on, bro. Oh, shit. I have no problem with it, but but don't don't talk off both sides of your mouth, bro. Don't do that. That's don't say they shouldn't have rights. The gay shouldn't have the same rights. And then, you know, you taking it up the ass after you leave said, you know, speech. Yeah, bro. Stop trying to hoard the gayness. Yeah. Trying to hoard let all the, that shit. Let the gay be free. You know what I mean? He wanted to, he wanted to be the only gay motherfucker. He's just like, I, I, I should have the right to be the only gay nigga, like, on earth. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> should don't, it should not be like that, brother. All right? Hell no, Madison. Look, if you're watch, if if you hear this and watch this happen to see this and come across this, I support you in your community. All right, I know the Republican Party doesn't stand for what you stand for. It does, and, and I know you're gonna try to come out. Hey, it's a joke. It's a joke. Ah, it's a joke. You know, like I, I understand that men every now and then they'll say some shit, and it's like, oh yeah, blah blah blah, and we'll laugh about it, right? Yeah. But I've never once reached for any of my homeboys penis ever it's just not been a thing that i tried to do you know now maybe the fake gayness is going to a different level at this point right (laughs) because it may have just graduated like it may get to the point where like niggas just start having sex with each other and just be like no homo you know what i'm saying like (laughs) no hey but but for real though brother then then white boys be on that borderline gay shit though and they be hanging out and shit yeah they be like no Dude, I stuck a carrot in Brad's ass. Yeah. Dude, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> you like, wait a minute. A nigga fell asleep and was chilling, and you stuck a carrot in Brad's ass? Mm-hmm. I never did him sleep over with him fucking white boy. Like, never. Nah, bro. Y'all yeah, niggas, you can't even stay over here, bro. You want to sleep bro. outside. Y'all niggas putting produce in niggas' asses when they... Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Hey man, first of all, Madison Cawthorn, I don't think he's standing for shit anytime soon. <laughs> but if you can, stand up for your gayness, bro. Stop thinking. <laughs> all right, bro. God damn. You got one of Oh my God, bro. That is. <laughs> that. That's that, that was top five level right there. That's perfect. Yeah, bro. What I'm you got for me, man? I, I, I'm, I'm about to be talking so much shit on these motherfuckers. I'm telling you, I don't give a damn. And uh, hey, as you should. Since we talk about, you know, we talked about Madison Cawthorn allegedly fucking uh, what's the dude name? Sam Sam Smithers, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen that's what we're gonna call him. Stephen Smith minus the A. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we gotta talk about this right here. Cause it's some more tomfoolery, bro. Uh, got it off the Rolling Stone, and it reads: the Instagram guru fucking his female followers to freedom. What? Hey, the Rolling Stone, bro. Hey, caps off to y'all, man. 
Cap, look, caps off. Caps off. Let's celebrate oh the Rolling Stones for 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 that, bro. Because that, that introduction, that is enough to grab my attention right there. Now, now I am deeply invested in this story because he sounds like a pioneer. This man yeah. sounds like the the John Smith of our times. You know, John Smith's the man, one of the, the found the founder of Mormonism, right? So he sounds like the John Smith of our time leading us to the promised land. So what, what is going on here? He's leading women to the promised land because he's <laughs> fucking them to freedom. I don't know how, but we ought to figure this out. Polyamorous, cigar chomping. Man, I'm sorry. It's cigar chomping? Yeah. Y'all, y'all believe in the nigga that's chewing on cigars? Oh. <laughs> By the way, this is my EJ Dixon. <laughs> Oh my god, all this shit is oh, okay. Bro. You couldn't have scripted it better, my friend. The Don Ho allegedly brainwashed his most devoted followers. In May 27, let me make this bigger. Pause that. Um, if applicable. Uh in May two 2017, a friend sent Jade. Electra, a 34-year-old California-based yoga teacher and Instagram influencer with about 75K followers, a video featuring a spiritual guru she never heard of before. The man was small, blonde, and sprightly and almost, not in, almost elfin in appearance. <laughs> ah! Ah! This, this, hey, this story getting juicier and juicier. Huh. He spoke My man with- looked like the Keebler elf. Okay, let's get in it. <laughs> uh, he spoke with a gentle Dutch accent. Oh my God! Offering promise of self actualization and reaching another plane of consciousness through his dick. Mm-hmm. His teaching consists of fairly gen- generic spiritual cones. Okay, you know what that means, cajones. Um, let me see. Where are you at? Where, where... cajones? Spiritual like, cones. I have. I've never heard that word in my life. Hmm. Okay. But go ahead and continue to read. I'm going to delve into that word because I'm very interested in that now. All right. He looked nothing like a typical ethereal guru. Uh y'all trying to y'all trying to uh y'all trying to put gurus in the box? Discriminate <laughs> on gurus. They gotta look a certain way. They gotta have a ponytail and have them ugly MC hammer pants and be like, hey, hey, hey. yeah. On Instagram, he regularly showed off his fondness for cigars and fine blended whiskey. Hey, man, if, if the, at this point I'm looking at, if you got fooled by this nigga, that's your fault. You got fooled by a nigga that's a mob boss. He and the guy in <laughs> the Dutch mafia and you hit y'all with that magicry trickery bullshit. But it seems like he only, you know, does small crimes because he is an elf, so. <laughs> He only does small crimes. No. He's he a small crime, crime boss, you know? He's not going to cause too much trouble. He's a small crime boss. Oh, my God. No. We're about to get canceled. All right, let me go. Uh... You know, he might steal a bus pass or two, you know. Yeah, yeah, he have his goons go out, you know, take some kids' juice boxes. He does his small crimes, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh man. All right. Um 
Let's read some more. I, I want to read the whole article, guys. That's a lot. He often posted photos of himself with his tan arm snaked around his waist of one or more wayfish mermaid-haired women. And with his toned biceps, and oh, that's a lot of detail, Dixon, and Zach Moore's as we swoop of sun-kissed hair, he more closely resembled a pampered surfer boy whose dad had paid his... All right, you know what? Let's get he to this. He's just movie. roasting this nigga. Yeah. Oh, is that they don't like him. It's a woman. EJ Dixon. It's a woman. It might be. I don't know. You don't know if the E stands for Earl or Essence. You know, it just it can be anything. Yeah. It, this is they do that shit on purpose, by the way. Okay. You can't really get a grasp of of what their true nature is, you know. So you yeah. don't know what their motivation is behind the, the the writing of the article. But this person seems to have a lot of visceral for this young man who was a <laughs> small crime boss. But anyways, yeah. let's get it. let's let's go through. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna read this paragraph right here. Okay. Electra started following one of Masaru's girlfriends, Corey Katuna. What's one of these fucking weird names? On Instagram, offering her an hour-long free Ricky session. What the Reiki. fuck? Reiki. A Reiki session is like a um like it's like a a, a, a spiritual, like it's like a massage and just like a whole like kind of Japanese Buddhist type of you know so it's, it's a spiritual it's, fucking okay yeah, yeah basically <laughs> all right our okay they had an instant connection yeah because they fucking spiritually uh she says and a few months later seemingly out of the blue Kotana invited her on a retreat though she wouldn't tell her where it was and said she had to sign an NDA this where it comes this where it goes NDAs she did not honor her NDA yep if she wanted to go, one of the stipulations was that she broke it. Mersoro could sue her for 300k. I hope he gets his money. I hope <laughs> he gets his money. Do not sign a release if you're not gonna honor it. All right, ah, Electra was simultaneously repulsed and intrigued. Oh my god, here we fucking go. How can we repulse and intrigue? God damn it. Tell me oh. more. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid that I would get there and it would be a this crazy order. You see where the mind of women is? Dirty. And I'd be this like fresh mouse that they drop into the cage, she said. Oh my God. Yeah, what did she say? Didn't do when there's a, a fresh mouse there. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm to get to the juicy part where he's tricking fucking women to freedom, but they're not really saying that. In this picture, she looks extremely happy, though. Yeah, is this her? Jay likes to connect it with. Oh, yeah. Okay. A tarot card reader told her she's she'd meet a man with whom she would do great things. Great things. Just oh my god, bro. That could be anybody. Anybody. And what that does when you go and get a rating like that, it just makes the first person is like, oh, this person's gonna be fucking great. This person's gonna be outstanding because the tarot person told me half those motherfuckers are batshit crazy, all right? There are some people who really have some kind of connection with something and you don't really know what, but most of those people are fucking crazy. Crazy, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not going to read any more of the article because I feel like it's not really, it's not really getting to the point. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Where is he where he's fucking these women for freedom? You know, I, you know what I'm saying? Sound like these women. Maybe it was spiritual freedom. Yeah, it was. It sound like a cult, and it do and, and in cult cult things they do a lot of fucking. Yeah, 
I mean, that's what I would assume. I've never been a part of a cult before, but I assume there's a lot of downtime and a, a lot of a lot of a lot of for, foreplay happening over there. You know? Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> hey, I know one thing, though, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna create a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to create one. Oh my god, bro! Hey, I'm sorry, y'all. I tried to find something juicy for y'all. That article. You, that's what these motherfuckers did. This is why I tell you motherfuckers. You know what? Y'all don't got to do it. I do it. I, Me and Frank would do it. We will read the articles, but this is what I be talking about with headlines. Because we would have just read the headlines and just made up our own story. We would have thought this nigga was saying some old slick shit yeah. to be like, yeah, girl, I am a spiritual god. And I can fuck you to freedom. <laughs> Come with me. You know what I'm saying? Didn't that headline sound like it was going? Yeah, to no, it absolutely sounded like he he was saying, I, "I'm going to liberate you from something." I, I mean, I don't know. I was waiting for the plight that she was going through, in which she would have to be freed from. But I yeah. didn't really see that. I mean, she seemed very free to me, other than having to sign an NDA before going to an orgy. You know, uh, you feel I mean, me? that was like the only part where that 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 seemed, you know, that something was was going on there, but. From from what we we we've gathered from this information was that nothing happened and she just met a man. <laughs> hey, you know, okay, I figured it out. You met a man. He lied to you and had sex with you. That's hey, what motherfuckers do all the time throughout history. The first motherfucker that ever had sex sex lied about it. All right, I'm telling you that right now. Why did somebody do this? God told me, he told me to do this. He said, all I got to do is put it in. He, he Go ask him. But you know he don't really like you questioning him, though. So yeah. you might just, just let me just slide it. And you ain't even got to involve this man in this. Unless you want to go to him. It was a lie. It started as a lie and continued to be a lie. It as a lie. Hey, okay, <laughs> I figured it out. So since they want to make up shit, how about we make up our own narrative? Okay. So essentially like what happened was, uh, what was the woman's name again? The uh the one that got fucked and then just what was her name? Jade Jade something. Electronic. That's her name. Yeah, Jade Jade. Yeah, Jade Electronica. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, what's up with all these names? It's like these black black people names, but they forget one syllable or something. Yeah, Stephen Smith. Now we got but Jade Electronica. The one thing I'm glad about when you're reading all these names, it's it's not so easy to tell who's black anymore. Because yeah. the white people are just starting to name their kids weird shit too, you know. Yeah. It was just us for a long while. It's like okay, Stephaniqua, like we know exactly what this person is. But now you have no idea. It's so ambiguous at this point. Yeah, where a blonde blue-eyed person might have that name. Yeah, you bro, know, white, white folks don't let us have nothing. Nah. God damn. Nah, still that. <laughs> no, nah, but okay, this what happened. So she got mad because dude like. At first, her first inclination was like, oh, this little short elf motherfucker, I would never give him the pussy. <laughs> then he started talking to her, and then she was all intrigued. Then he got the puss, and then she he went on to somebody else, and now she went to EJ Dickinson, and EJ Dickinson was like, girl, I feel your pain. We're going to talk about this nigga in the Rolling Stone. And that's what happened. <laughs> a bunch of How bullshit. are you both intrigued and repulsed? I, I don't understand that. I've de- There's nothing that's ever done that to me before. No. No, I've, I've never seen something I'm like, ill, but tell me more. Like I've ne- that's that's just not a thing that I've done. If I say that's gross, I'm not fucking doing it. The end. 
hey, this is how this is why white people be getting killed in horror movies. Yeah. They be like, ew, Jason, you are disgusting. But I'm still in intrigued. <laughs> where the hell you came from? You came out that lake, we got to investigate. <laughs> we like, oh my god, bruh. Jeez Louise. Oh hey, shit, bro. Listen, like you gonna run this line dirt balls and slime bags and people that lie to you and every like that doesn't deserve a whole write up in the Rolling Stones. I've never even heard of this gentleman before. Like, nah. why does he get a whole write up just for playing a film? Like that happens across the globe every day. Females play men, men play females. It's just what happens. Shit is wild. It's a part of the, the social hierarchy, you know, the poon to penis ratio, you know. Poon to peen ratio. You know, it happens in, in that land, you know. So yeah. it, it really isn't a surprise. It's nothing different. Only difference is maybe he had a little a little following because you you get it, a little following because he's a yeah, little, little Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Gotta love him. Hey man, real talk though. Fuck you, EJ Dickerson. You fucking asshole. <laughs> clickbait. That was a clickbait. Boycott EJ Dickerson. All right. Boo! You have the name for brilliance, and you used it for evil. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. We gotta jump into the next segment: the things we see. And what we this, see, baby. This was a tweet that uh that I saw. We and I was just like, what? What the hell? Oh my goodness! All right, love Jugs, Jugs Mathis. How <laughs> <laughs> about the Jugs Mathis? I hate the duck face though. Stop it, baby girl. <laughs> duck face ain't doing nothing for you. It's make you look like you sucking on something sour. And you look like you, you look like you ain't eating in a couple of days. Look like you're ahead of the class, you know? It, yeah, literally. <laughs> it, it reads, can we bring back hard men and soft women? Question mark. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, cop on agree with you about the Like, I, 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 I don't think there's a longing for that. Like, I, I think that's just again always just been a thing, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Hawthorne was like, "Oh shit, let's bring back hard men for show." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> While my man can't get a boner, <laughs> yeah, he bonerless. He's a bonerless. That's why he's so fucking angry. <sighs> Massively flaccid, man. Oh, bro. But what you think about that tweet, bro? Like, I was kind of confused. I'm like, but did you see? Hold on. I want the people to see. Look at how many likes and retweets it got. This is shit on Twitter that be getting hella likes and hella retweets. And you just like, what? I'm what? So are you hey, trying man. to say that, that men men are just soft now and women are hard? Or what What do you? Yeah, do you, I think that's, that's what the thing is. It's like, well, I. You know, if we're gonna go more more serious with this, right? I mean, but besides the obvious peen and poon, as we were talking about before, <laughs> if we're, if, if we're, if we're, the, the the D is soft. That's <laughs> a silly minute. Uh huh. So, 
so so beyond the obvious, right? If we, if, if, if we go to the outer limits of the obvious, um, I mean, again, I, I don't think that's gone anywhere, right? Like toxic masculinity is still there, but men, just like every other animal on the planet, are on the spectrum, right? There'll be some men who are fucking super gangster and some men that are super soft. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It is what it is. Find the right motherfucker. Find your level, your comfort level. We got one through 10. All right. Yeah. Find yeah. yourself a nice 7.5. All right. Because I don't think you want to go all the way to 10 because that nigga going to beat your ass. Right? <laughs> you don't want to go all the way to 10. <laughs> okay. Then it brings to the next line. The soft women part is she claiming that all these women are hard now? Well, they're they're trying to be. I mean, as you can see on the internet, they're always talking about I make my own money. I don't need a man in my life. I don't need this. I don't need that. You know, and they are becoming what from from what she perceives, right? Because this is what people are the same as they've always been. But the internet lifts these things up into the air, and people look at them and like, okay, that's where society is at this point. All women aren't business owners, boss ladies, and stuff. That's not all women. Those are the women that people are looking to. And then, okay, that's where women are. That's where we are going. No, there's still a spectrum, again, of hard women. Don't don't date a 10, because that bitch is going to beat your ass. (laughs) Is that what it is? If they're a 10, they're whooping your ass. Yeah, if they're a 10 on either side... Well, on any spectrum, right? Because I don't even want to say because there's so many genders now these days, right? I I don't even know how many there is. However, I think it's 34. I count it. (laughs) I think you forgot to carry the two, though. You know, there's another gender called Er Er gender. Bro, I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But I'm not going to fight people over. You call yourself what you want to call yourself, whatever, right? But again, it's gonna be a spectrum. If you fuck with a 10 on any spectrum, they're gonna beat your ass. Yeah. If you fuck with a one on any spectrum, you're gonna beat their ass. So <laughs> you don't wanna be like, you know, you, you don't wanna be rocking at the, the, the near end. You wanna stay somewhere right in the middle. You know, that's where, where the sweet spot is. Okay. Now I know it's a bunch of ain't shit motherfuckers, it's a bunch of ain't shit men, a bunch of ain't shit women. We understand that. You gotta find a quality person for yourself. There is no solve all. There's no tweet that's going to solve your personal problems with finding somebody at the level of toughness or the level of weakness that you want your specific mate at. I'm sorry. Twitter doesn't solve all the issues. Ask Elon Musk because most women have been through so much bullshit caused by toxic toxic masculinity. And no. I I mean I agree with that. A lot of like you know, I, I'm a product of it, right? I, I talk mean, about like, it all the time. That ain't gonna like. All right, so what about the the vice versa? Should that then we hard in ourselves because we been through shit because of what women put us through? You you feel I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I, I, shit is like what? To, to me, like I, I'm I'm one of the unique individuals who's able to put myself in different people's shoes and show empathy and. I don't just view things from my personal standpoint, but again, it is your choice who you fuck with, right? You have a person, you, you make that conscience decision. Hey, I like that guy because he's tough. 
He's Rumble. I think that I could maybe change him. He'll maybe treat me different. And you settle for for that, and you're surprised with the actual outcome that you couldn't change, and this is who this person actually is. Now, I'm not making excuses for that. Toxic masculinity is a fucking thing, right? I, I, I don't deny that. But there's also toxic femininity that nobody talks about, right? Yeah. These women will be silent. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, I have not even heard that term before, but nobody talks about that, right? The female that's constantly talking down on a man, female that's constantly making a man feel less than, the female that's constantly like just always being too much of what they are. That's all toxic anything is. Right. So there are men that's going to put you through shit and men that and, and women that are going to put you through shit. You have to find the right number for you. It's like a like the sleep number beds. Right. We all have our number that you're going to program that shit to go through and have you get a good night of sleep. There is a number of men you can choose that will have you get good night of good nights of sleep because you understand that when you wake up, he'll be the same man that you went to sleep with the next day. He's dependable and trustworthy. But again, that works on both sides. Humans are humans. They're pieces of shit. They're great people. And you have to find the right person for you. And people are looking and searching. And this has always been a thing. Nothing has changed. People have always looked and searched and had a hard time finding mates. The only difference is now there's social media and you see other people going through the same plight. And you're like, hmm, that means. Because I'm having problems and she's having the same problems, that means all men ain't shit. Or that means all women ain't shit. That's not what that means. It just means that two people are having problems finding the right mate. But maybe it's not the outside world's fault. Maybe it's your fault for choosing a person that's garbage. That's true, bro. <laughs> but um, when I read that tweet, I didn't go there. I went dirty minded. I was like, oh, what? Well, no, I mean, that, like I said, that's the obvious, right? <laughs> that's the obvious. Over time, I don't think she, think she thought this wall the way through, or maybe she did. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think that the the, the birth rate the rate is at that much of the of a decline to say that you know hard men are hard to find. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And women not soft no more. Yeah, they hard yeah. and brittle. Yeah, just just hard, just chiseled jaws, you know. Crimson <laughs> chin ass jaw. God damn. Nah, bro. I had to bring that tweet. I just thought it was just like it was a great, you know, great convo. But that shit was kind of funny in my eyes. I'm like, didn't think that all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she did, like you said. Maybe she did, my friend. Hey, Amen, Jug Mathis. I see you. Okay. Yeah, Jugs Mathis. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> all right man P- ponder man you have any yeah man so i was thinking man i was wondering the other day you know i was uh online i saw some fish went through you know what i mean i saw some fish and i'm like that fish looks thirsty do fish get fucking thirsty what? you know every living animal in the world ne- world needs you know food and drink so you telling me, motherfucking fish, these animals in the ocean do not have a thirst for anything? Like, this shit is amazing to me. There had to be at least one or two thirsty fish, like, swimming around. 
Nigga, they live in water. <laughs> nigga, it doesn't matter, man. Like, what? Too late. Nigga, have you ever been, nigga? I know you've been. You're from the hood, like me. You've been, you've been thirsty and have had nothing but water to drink in the house. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this does not do anything for me. This water is not quenching my thirst. You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, Magic. Don't laugh it off. Don't joke it away. You know exactly what I mean. I, like, I get you. I have Kool-Aid thirst right now. I have Sunny D thirst right now. It's not water thirst. It's a different level of thirst. Thirst comes in many different shapes and varieties. Some people thirst for Hennessy. Some people thirst for females. But do fish ever thirst for a nice drink? Of something. Hell no. I don't think so. Shit. Them niggas, they live in water, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, well, would this be animal cruelty if we did an experiment and like put like fish in like soda or fish in like Kool-Aid? That's <laughs> <laughs> where my mind went. I think Peter would be upset. I, I don't know, man. Bro, bro, you cannot put a fish in some soda, bro. <laughs> A bowl of soda. Can we? Is that? Can we do that? You know, try to last motherfucker for even thinking that, bro. Um, <laughs> hey man, like, they tried that. That sounds like an extraordinary science experiment, my friend. Oh man! <laughs> now maybe how long can a fish survive in Dr Pepper? <laughs> hey, you want to know something? When I have kids and they do science experiments, I'm gonna push them to do certain things like that. Like, hey, let's try. Your kids gonna get suspended from school and arrested. <laughs> they gonna arrest the whole family. Animal cruelty. And that'd be the day, man. You get more time, you get more time for a harming an animal than a human. It's I not- mean, <laughs> it depends on the color of the human. Message. You know that, right? <laughs> Ask Michael oh. Vick about that one. Oh, oh. yeah. But uh, Sarah says, is that why they come up for air now? I did not think about that as a possibility. Which oh, it could be. might be a thirst for air. Thirst for air. H2, I mean, uh, 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 O2 thirst. Mm. You know? An oxygen thirst. That may very well be. I did not consider that. Thank you very much for that, Sarah. And I want to ask you one question, Magic. What's up? If you could have theme music every time you walk into a motherfucking room what would that song be um the theme music would be uh what's that fucking music be like, Fred Sanford nah I think I think my shit would have to be like Prince Purple Rain I'll come in Purple Rain Purple rain. I can see you with lips all glistening and shit. Purple rain, glistening. Purple rain, purple rain, purple rain. Here, yeah, you gotta have your light skin brethren to to, to rep to rep you out. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm going more for fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Glass breaking when I walk in the room and I'm just 
fuck you, flipping everyone together. You want to do the Stone Cold, bro? I did the music, you do the Stone Cold. <laughs> that's what I'm going for for my fucking theme music, alright? Okay, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, Austin 316 said I just whooped your ass. <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny about that? I, for the longest, I didn't even know that was a Bible verse. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 316, that's that nigga area code. Okay. Yeah. All right. Kids, man. Kids don't know shit, man. No, we don't know a damn thing. Okay, that's our theme music. I'm Prince Purple Rain, and you are Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right, you baby. Know me? I don't even fuck with beer like that. Hey, another theme music, though, I'll be one day. I want theme sex music, right? <laughs> when sexy time come on, so you just want people just to walk around with you basically and be your theme song to life, right? Like you just want them to p- play the perfect theme music no matter where you go. Like you'll have a grocery store like playlist that they'll play while you're at the grocery store. You have a fast food playlist. You have your sexy time playlist. You'll have your, you know, editing playlist. You'll have your podcasting playlist. You'll have your showtime playlist. Like you, you'll have several. Different, it doesn't fucking work that way. Okay, you get one song, one okay. intro, my friend. Okay. <laughs> one song, Purple Rain. That's what it'd be. Sarah says her theme music would be Michael Jackson Thriller. Thriller. <laughs> this is Thriller. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. Oh man. All right. Let's hop into the last and next segment. And uh we talked about this earlier. Um Elon Musk bought Twitter. And he the reason why he bought Twitter because of freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And that's why speech. exactly. Is there really free speech? No. Mm. Everything comes at a cost. Nothing is free in America. This is a capitalist country. Nothing is free. You can say what you want, but it might cost you. Okay. Uh, You need to grow up. This is America. Okay. No. Free speech don't exist. You can say what you want. You have the freedom... I often tell my daughter this. Everything comes with a consequence. It might be a great consequence. might be a negative consequence. But everything comes with a consequence. So you can say what you want. If the most famous president, white president in the world, if he wants to say F all Negroes, he can get up and say it. He has the absolute freedom to do that. However, there will be some backlash for it. Yeah, think about it like this. If Trey Songz can say titty on the loose and pull out a titty, it might be a great consequence from that titty. Freedom of speech. He can say what he wants. (laughs) There is consequences behind your words. What a great time to bring up Tigger. (laughs) (laughs) What way I going home with Tigger? (laughs) See, 
you know where Trey Songs went wrong? He should have kept like his first album. He was talking about poor shit, like he was a poor black man trying to make it through the struggle. He just wanted some love. And once he started getting that fame and money, he started talking about all you women, you can't resist me. You all for me. <laughs> when I stop, I've been like, all right, bro, I don't really, all right, I'm gonna stop listening to Trey Songs. He hitting us with the he hitting us with the Bill Cosby telling us what he doing in his in his art. Freedom of speech. Once again, guys, you see how I'm tying this in together. Freedom to say what you want. But as Frank there are ways consequences behind everything you do in life. Like I said, there's positive consequences. Like you could call out from work every day, right? Mm-hmm. You would have great consequences immediately, right? It's like shit. Like I'm calling now. Eventually, you got sick time and shit, right? Call out for work, you get paid. This is great, but eventually that time will run out. When that yeah. time run out, your ass gonna get fired. All right. So those great consequences of having that time off comes with negative consequences immediately after that, and repercussions for the things that you decided to do. So mm-hmm. you have to really think about everything you do and say, especially when you're in a limelight, if you have any kind of publicity, you got to understand that you might want to stay neutral on most things just because you're going to gain or lose following. Now, there's some things like you have, like when the whole like BLM thing was happening, like you, you know, if you weren't racist, then you probably should have come out and say, hey, I'm not racist. Right. Because a lot of people were like, OK, if you're quiet, then you, you know, showing complicity towards, you know, whatever's happening right um but sometimes you know good things happen from what what these people say sometimes and you got to be willing to you know fall somewhere right in between those things so there is freedom of speech but there are consequences that go along with it so i would say probably no right because in theory, you can you can say whatever you want. You're not going to get arrested. Like nothing's gonna, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. You can say anything, mm-hmm. but those consequences are a real thing. Yeah, super real. So yeah. I I just wanted to bring that up because that was that's that true, was Sarah. Fun. That was that is true, Sarah. Sarah says, but if the job fires you, you can collect unemployment. Look at her. She's thinking. She's Ooh. using that thinker, but unemployment only pay, pays you about forty to sixty percent of what you were making. Yeah. So you do still get money. However, that money may not cover all of your expenses. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It depends, it depends on where you live. But with inflation and what what's happening right now, which, ladies and gentlemen, inflation is something that white people just made up so they can charge you more for shit. That's not a real thing. It's not a real fucking thing. All right. So let's just do away with that. Like they're like, oh, gas prices have to go up because inflation. What the fuck is that? What are you talking about? You just blamed it on a word. You blamed something on a word. That was it. Nothing inflated. I didn't see one balloon go in the sky across my house. There was no inflation happening over here. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is a word white people just made up to say we're going to charge you more to live, <laughs> and that and that ties right back into freedom of speech. They had the freedom to come up with a word that gives us a greater consequence, yeah, a negative one, yeah. See how all this tied together? See what Elon Musk is doing? 
he is getting us to talk about freedom of speech. And if it's really motherfucking free, you feel me? That was his biggest biggest point of buying Twitter, though, was the whole freedom of speech. Trying to bring back freedom of speech and things of that nature. And like, I see, I, I like, I get what he's doing. He's trying to make it where, like, how Twitter kind of was back in the day, where like people were saying shit, but they weren't getting kicked off the platform for their speech. Yeah, because the first thing he did was like, oh, Donald Trump be invited back, and Donald Trump was like, hey. I don't want to come back, you know, have my own platform that I'm trying to push and make money off of everybody and money that he's probably currently making because he runs all his own ads on there. So he yeah. sells all his own shit on there. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, look, it's all again. A lot of people are leaving Twitter. I don't care what billionaire owns Twitter. Like, I don't I don't care. This is a game that I can't participate in. Yeah, man. Right? I, <laughs> hey, you people out there, shut the fuck up talking about uh, Elon, Elon Musk on Twitter. I'm about to go to Canada. Man, take your stupid ass to Canada and let me know how to bake it. And still be on Twitter. Hey, what the fuck, you idiot? You moving to another spot? No, Twitter Canada is different. <laughs> like, no, nigga, the same motherfucker owns Twitter Canada, bro. Yeah, like, I, like, I'm absurd when people just say fucking dumb shit. Just because they don't like, they don't like, they don't like Elon Musk. Well, we don't live in the time of great enlightenment like we don't live in you know socrates time you know there's not a bunch of great thinkers now so nothing really surprises me you know yeah man we in a delightment era yeah yeah Yeah. they just calmed all that enlightenment shit down just everybody relax no more enlightenment no more all right stop (laughs) (laughs) man look i like i said i don't care who owns these social media platforms me and tom was homies on uh myspace back in the day right yeah i wouldn't give a fuck if daryl owned it i was still gonna be on myspace back then you know look at the fucker that's running facebook right now mark zickenberg he's a fucking robot little a little bot wrapped in human skin yes everybody's still on facebook i don't know who owns linkedin could be a fucking neo-nazi I have no idea who runs. I really have. Do you know who owns LinkedIn? Nah, but we need. We about to find the fuck yeah, out. Please find that out. I've never thought about this before. So please find this information out. Oh, Microsoft Corporation. So it's uh, it's owned by Microsoft. Oh, Bill Gates. Something else Bill Gates owns, right? He's a weirdo. Who cares, right? Everybody's <laughs> still on LinkedIn, right? If if you work in the world, you're on LinkedIn. I don't care who owns these things. There are fucking hella racist people all over Twitter before Elon Musk owned it. Yeah. You can call that nigga so much on your head a spin, right? <laughs> like, so so it's like, it doesn't matter who owns it. I don't care. I don't care if people are getting kicked off the platform. I don't care because I'm not sensitive. I realize the internet is a fake place. Yeah. It's not a real place. Nobody... Most people, on it, like 95% of people are completely different people on the internet than they are in real life. Mm-hmm. Completely different entities, right? Motherfucker will call you a nigger on the internet and then go to his job where he works around a bunch of black people and high fives them every day. Yeah. So it's like nobody's the same person and they realize that the internet is a place to escape to. Mm-hmm. If you want to do away with being on Twitter, you do that, but just know it's not going to cause Elon Musk one cent. 
Now I know the Tesla drop stock stock dropped hella. Lost billions of dollars on that, and even in his own personal investments after the the purchase, because he um, he levied the purchase on um, on his Tesla stock. Yeah. So that dropped his stock down, but that's just gonna go back up. Motherfuckers ain't gonna stop buying Teslas. Yeah, man. Hey, this this actually is a good good point, and we we ain't gonna deep deep dive into it because we get into the end of the episode. But it shows you how business is really ran. It's like people levy one company to get another company, and then they they take a dip in both companies and then build them both up. A lot of people don't be understanding that when it comes to business. Like a lot of times when people acquire new businesses or doing certain things, they start off in debt first, or they start off with a loss. A lot of people want to, especially real talk in the black community, we always want to start off with a win first. And it's like, you have to take the L first. Yeah. You have to take that L. Look at Jerry Buss and uh the with the acquiring of the Lakers. Is yeah, I, I, I've been watching. I've been watching the Showtime show. It's a yeah. great fucking show. For those of you guys who it's haven't had the time to watch that show, it's on HBO. On, yeah, on HBO. Oh yeah. yeah, my bad. On HBO, it's fucking amazing. They did a great job. It's uncanny the like how they've managed to get cast that actually look like the fucking people that they're playing, which is is, is a huge hurdle for those yeah. of you guys. Who didn't see the Aaliyah story on fucking Lifetime? All right, oh, this this is a, this is a huge hurdle. People actually look like it. They're good actors. The story's great. You know the the charisma. You feel like you were in that time of mm-hmm. you know. You feel like you're in the eighties when you're watching that shit. It's a great fucking show. Great but show. Yeah, man. But it's just uh, the way business is done. Just pay pay attention to all aspects when it comes to this move. A lot of people just want to pay attention to the whole, oh, Elon Musk, oh, uh, freedom of speech, oh, I ain't fucking with Elon Musk, he a billionaire, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I mean, look how and do you not? And do these people not think that his financial advisors were like, hey, Elon, like, you're going to take a big dip off of this. You you don't think he had an idea, an inkling that he might take a dip? He knew exactly what he's getting into. He knew that he was going to take a dip. He knows what he's going to do. He has a plan. The guy's a very, very smart individual. Now, I don't agree with him politically, but that does have nothing to do on how I view him as a person, right? Because yep. people get those things confused, right? Like, it's like, oh, this guy's an idiot. He's a piece of... No, he's not. He's a fucking brilliant man. So yeah. he understands these things. Now, I don't agree with everything he does or everything he says, but he's very intelligent. And you got to think of it like this, bro. You can say what you want about the man, but... We always give shit about people that don't help out their fellow brothers or their friends and shit like that. This nigga's doing that shit. Jack Dorsey is his homie. Yeah. Jack Dorsey was having a hard time getting certain shit passed through the Twitter, the the board uh, members on Twitter. Now that shit's erased. And Elon Musk owns it. And Jack Dorsey is his homie. Yeah. People just got to start understanding, like, bro... Look, don't look at the negative. You feel me? Look at it like, how can I use what this nigga does into my own life and my own practice? Mm-hmm. That's how I look. That's how I'm looking at it. And it's kind of it's fun too. It's like nigga, this nigga on Twitter talking spicy and doing certain shit. But you know, yeah, man, that's my take on the shit, bro. We got to deep dive into that though. That that yeah, we will. Stuff. We'll definitely get we'll, you know on a future episode. We'll definitely really get more into. The strategy 
around these business deals because people don't really understand everything, all the sources, all the data analytics that goes along with it, um, you know, before they decide what they're going to do as far as spending $44 billion to acquire a social media platform. Yeah. He's going to make a lot more money off of that than you guys are thinking. If you leave Twitter because he acquired it, he won't bat an eye because really doesn't give a shit. There's a larger picture at play that I might not know. Magic might not know, but he has some idea of what he's doing. Trust me. I got, I kind of got in his fucking garage, bro. Yeah. I got kind of an idea, but let's talk, let's talk about that another time. Cause that's another conversation. Well, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this has been episode number five, zero 50 of the magic Think tank podcast. I'd like to thank everyone. A special thanks to Sarah, Reeland, Heavy, Dukes, you know, all of our day winners, man, that have been rocking with us, that have been staying with us from week to week. You might miss every now and then, but you're here with us and we appreciate every single one of you fans, every yeah. single one of you listeners, every single one of you contributors, every single one of you correspondents. We appreciate every single one of you for everything you do. 50 episodes in, we couldn't have imagined that before we started doing this. Now we're 50 in and we're only looking to move in a better direction, a more positive direction and keep growing and building big. We appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, our key contributors and sponsors, Comfort City Mechanical Inc., HVAC Heating and Air, we'd like to thank you for providing us with the means and the funds to be able to do this on a weekly basis. (coughs) Also, we'd like to thank First Place Loser Clothing. Get your high-quality garments there today. And last but not least, Triple Seven Clothing on Amazon.com. All right, we appreciate every single one of you. Yeah, no, man. We, look, we all of you, any person whose ears have ever listened to the great words that we have spoken, we appreciate you. Now, magic, where can these motherfuckers find us? In case this is their first, last, or medium time listening to us, where can they find us? Man, before they can find us, let's give our audience a hand clap. You feel me? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Air horn. We might have some kids watching. At least they learning this shit. You feel me? Hey, man, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel boom. But I do need to tell y'all to sub and share. <laughs> sub and share for your boys. It helps out the channel tremendously. Hey, man. For my potters out there, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and we're on SoundCloud across all platforms. All you got to do is type in the Magic Think Tank or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam! We pop right the hell up. We do. We do. Hey, 50 50 episode, man. You know, we're going to pot or die trying. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You can find me on the pot. Don't hell shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, a special shout out to Madison Carthorne. Hey, get your man. Love your man. Stand by your man. Yeah. Your man arm to cling to. <laughs> Do all of that. <laughs> and if nothing else, appreciate us appreciating you fans. And we are out. Now, yo. Oh, yeah. I'm hot.